Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Human Achievement Documentary. Yes! Those those documentaries that follow people that, like, do, do things that, let's be honest, you didn't even consider the, that you would ever want to. Yes. Yeah, it yeah. Was not, it's not even that you can't, because we know you can't. Yeah. It's that you didn't even think that anyone would want to in order to get good enough at the thing in order to do it. Yeah, like, like... Free solo. The guy climbs El Capitan without any, any harness. Yeah. Or any, why? Why? Why would you do that? That's that's what the documentary is about. Yeah. Why would anyone try that? <laughs> why would you try? Who? What are they like? Who? Who wants to live with bears? Yeah. Is it an achievement? That, can we even call that an achievement? <laughs> Especially if they died doing. <laughs> that's what we're doing this week. Yes. And it's just us. It is. It's just us. No, no guest this week. No, no guest this week. Living our own personal achievement of the people asking, "Why have you recorded four hundred episodes of of a podcast in your basement?" Yes. Yeah. Because people keep listening to it. Frankly. It, yeah. People yeah. keep listening, and uh, it's what it's what the people want. <laughs> yeah. That's that's our own little human achievement where yep. people are asking, "Why are we doing it?" 434 um, episodes of this nonsense. Yes, yeah. yes. As always, people got in touch with us with film titles they want to hear us pitch movies for mm-hmm. in the in the vein of human achievement documentaries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they got in touch with us on facebook.com forward slash Life's Pitch Podcast, Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show, and patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast as well. Go to all of those. If you want to, and give us your titles when uh, when we put out genre posts on Fridays. You're a very important part of the show. Yes, if you're, if you're listening for the first time, that's where you can go to get involved. Mm-hmm. So, shall we just get on with that? Yeah, I think we should start making up stories of, great, of interesting people. Yes. <laughs> or not so interesting people, who people, knows? People very rarely write documentaries. Yeah, yeah. Michael Moore writes documentaries. Yes. But, like... MTV writes documentaries. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they already know all the information that they want at the start. Yes. All right, so from James Cannon, we've got Conquering Coventry. Conquering Coventry's good. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of this being a kind of, like, following someone on a mission. Mm. But we've already had The Kingdom of Lovely, right? What's um, that? That's oh, what's his name? Who wrote the Yes Man? I was going to say this feels like a Danny Wallace thing. Danny Wallace. So Danny Wallace, yeah. um, lovely was um, where he got a bunch of people to declare independence from the UK. Yeah, um, and to create their own kingdom. Yeah, and it was I don't know if it's still going, lovely, but uh, they had their own flag. They like it was mm. like here is the process by which a place can declare independence. Yes. Has declared, these are all the ways that historically yeah. countries have declared independence from their, from, from, from what the thing that has previously contained them. And so he was like, right, we're doing it. We need mm. to get all these people together. We need money. We need a flag. We need all this, all yeah, this yeah. kind of thing. Um, we need, we're, signed, we're going to the UN to try and get them to recognise us, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Anyway, I think in this case, it's like that's happened. Mm. 
in Coventry. Like they they they've, they've declared independence. It's a council worker. Yeah. Trying to like non-violently conquer Coventry. I I don't know. I think it is kind of the opposite of lovely. I think it's someone who goes, how can you take over a city if you live in that country? No. What kind I, of... I think it's... I think it's taking over... I think it's a foreign power being so in love with a city... Yes. ...that it wants Coventry. Yes. Right? When, when Brexit happened, mm. the EU didn't care for most of England. Yeah. Coventry. But Coventry, it's... I'm going to find out some facts about yeah, I was going to say, I want to know what their resources are in Coventry. Um, I think it's banks. I think it's just... What, just, do, they, what do they love in Coventry? They love housing. Um, I think it might be a mining town. Or a... I know it's a Victorian... What's for? The, the birthplace of jet pioneer Sir Frank Whittle. Uh, the poet Philip Larkin. Okay. And uh, pop impresario Pete Waterman. Um, the, uh, Coventry once had the only unfortified royal palace outside of London. Okay. Um, well, that's that's something. Yep. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's unfortified though. So it's not great. Um, yeah. I want to take over a royal palace. Which which one? <laughs> which ones are unfortified? I think. I think we just make something up. I yeah. think we just say that, that, that I'm sorry Coventry fans um, I can't think of anything that that anyone would want Coventry for it's got a load of gold bullion I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm unfortunately at a loss as to positive point, points for Coventry it's got a lot of roads sure does you would imagine <laughs> you would imagine yeah I would imagine that it does it's got it's got um, some nice bars <laughs> But yeah, no, he's got gold, gold bullion. Gold um, bullion. Like, <laughs> gold bu- like they build houses out of gold bullion. I think. I think basically, there's this. The, 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 the situation is twofold, right? Mm. Europe wants Coventry, but Coventry also wants Europe, okay. right? Coventry but, is profoundly mm. remain. Yes. As in one hundred percent. Maybe it was. Who can remember? No one. <laughs> which is why this works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, nobody can also remember um, whether or not Coventry has a bunch of gold bullion. <laughs> <laughs> um, Naturally occurring gold, gold bullion. Bullion, bullion trees. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it's got rivers of gold bullion bricks. Yeah, um, so importantly, so yeah, um, Europe wants that. There's this whole social media thing hmm. of what a hundred people, a hundred percent of people in 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 Coventry voted. To remain in Europe, yeah, yeah, right. That is unanimous. That should mean that Coventry stays in the EU, yeah. right? Europe miraculously agrees. Yeah, the EU, the org- the organising body of the EU, agrees with that. Coventry, right? yeah. you are uh, with us uh, clearly, and uh, you you are uh, 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 you are quite welcome into the European Union mm-hmm. uh, but uh, unfortunately you are trapped behind uh, hegemonic uh, <laughs> uh, 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 foolishness <laughs> stupid idiocy yeah so um, uh, Nigel Farage 
so what we can do is uh, we can uh, officially accept your uh, your uh, um, uh, trade if you can smuggle it past the uh, the, the United Kingdom um, uh, but uh, more importantly, we can uh, provide you with uh, ground to air missiles. <laughs> Coventry <laughs> has become the most. It's it's become the, the most fortified uh, yes. palace. Oh yes. <laughs> There's an arms race now between yep. the UK and Coventry, and, previously part of the UK, and w- we follow. Uh, Nigel Morksworth, yeah. the MP for Coventry. Yes. Who's been given bazookas and tanks <laughs> yeah. by the EU. Yeah, yeah. They've smuggled them in yeah. to past the UK, the red, past the ports in the UK, yeah. somehow... Just through Amazon, right? Welcome to Coventry Airport. Coventry Council Headquarters. I don't know if Coventry's got an international airport. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. But they'll use one of the many roads I imagine it has. <laughs> Coventry Does Council Headquarters. Uh, on the doorstep, turns yeah. up a load of Amazon parcels. And when they open them, it's just like <laughs> guns and ammunition. Plastic explosives. Yeah, yeah. Barricades. Um, and... Uh, like an instruction manuals for all of them. They were around the EU Council and just like, how do we get this in? Oh well, I've got a load of spare Amazon boxes. <laughs> we can we can just we can just have have a van go in. <laughs> yeah. With nobody will notice. nobody will notice. nobody checks. Amazon very big in the UK. Amazon don't uh, don't pay any tax in the UK, so. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's uh, nobody's checking to see what their value is because uh, zero. Yeah. Um, so think of the gold bullion. So now Nigel is just like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> well, I, I am in an arms race with a country we were once part of. <laughs> yeah. I've got like I've got the, like the national guard at the borders of yeah, Coventry, yeah. and a bunch of rowdy Coventry fans. Yeah. Um, like Coventry City, <laughs> that's fans. their army. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And they're the, the only firm. ones who are. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, all right, I guess we're at war. <laughs> <laughs> and I think then it turns into a Ken Burns documentary. Yeah. On uh, on how that war went. Yeah, not well. No. No. Uh, and and it ends up be it ends up turning out mm. that like all. The the trade deals that that the Europe had made with Coventry yeah, yeah. were only for the gold bullion the, well, uh, uh, like plants. Well, Coventry gets so rich from gold bullion yeah. plants that they can, you know, the end of Avengers: Age of Ultron. <laughs> yeah, where there's a, just a giant rockets attached to a city. Yes, I remember it's, that. It's just that. That's the only thing I remember about Age of Ultron, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big city uh, rockets, going up into... Rockets in a city. And I think it just floats around for the rest of... <laughs> just rest of just like time. Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, yeah, like Columbia and Bioshock Infinite. Just yeah. a floating town. Coventry. Running off gold bullion. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> human achievement. It doesn't need those roads anymore because yeah. they're not attached to anything. People no. just walk around. But they people people like them all the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the many nice things to see in Coventry. <laughs> the roads. roads that go nowhere. <laughs> once every once every six years they lead to Rome. Yeah. Because <laughs> we land in Rome. They, they go around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, so from James Delaney, we've got Through the Bear Circle. Ooh, Through the Bear Circle. Yeah. So you'd think this would be like, you know, the, the like a, um, infiltrating a bear society pretending to be a bear. And, and, and discovering that they <laughs> they have a they have a, a an Illuminati kind yeah, of they have, vibe. They have more of a society than you expected. Yeah, yeah. It's it's trying to get into the Masons. Yeah. Um, but with bears, and and you th- it's it's like Grizzly Man, but successful. Yeah. Kind of yeah. thing. So so someone dresses up as a bear, like really well. Yeah. They, they get the best the best uh, costume designers in Hollywood. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna dress up as a bear and go see what they're up to and okay so they get into the bear circle right mm. and the bear circle is it's it's weird but here's the important part right here's the very very important part they yeah. aren't speaking it's yeah. not like we're going to take over the world and we're secretly running things this ain't right yeah. what this ain't is david ike lizards yeah yeah right this they're all sort of growling and roaring at each other yeah right you d- what this person discovers they get up in a big bear suit yeah, yeah. it's impossible to tell that it's not not a, yeah, a bear yeah. right crawls in and they discover that there's like secret trapdoors in the backs of the the hibernation caves yeah yeah where they all go and there's this big standing stone circle yeah right um and they're all just growling and roaring at each other mm. clearly having a society and having conversations yeah, yeah. but you can't understand them right yeah. And it's like, it's kind of almost Blair Witchy. It's like, yeah. I can't think, I think they might be on to me. Like, <laughs> um, uh, they, you know, uh, they've been sniffing around a lot. Like, they, I think they might have noticed something. <laughs> I've got, um, what is it? Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. <laughs> you know the bit where he's in the rhino? Yeah. Yeah, just that. This guy's just sweating. Yeah. Not because he thinks he's going to be found out, which is just super hot. In yeah, that he's hair just costume. very, very hot, yeah. yeah. But anyway, he follows them back after hibernation. He follows them back mm. to where they're going, and it turns out they're all walking towards London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Washington. Washington, Washington, maybe. Yeah, yeah. There's More no bears, bears in the yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They're all walking towards Washington. At which point, all the bears put on human costumes, <laughs> <laughs> and one of them's got a camera. <laughs> They've got their own documentary film yeah, festival. Yeah, they're looking at humans. Yeah, yeah, and trying to make documentaries about them. <laughs> so there's a guy dressed as a bear, dressed as a human, yeah. trying to blend they, in. They of course proffer him yeah. this it's human like, suit, but it looks, which is like, even it looks exactly like him. Yeah. So he's got a he's got a sort of. Go into the changing room <laughs> and take off his bear costume <laughs> to make it look like he's put on the bears. And when costume. those bears find the human and the bear costume in that changing room, <laughs> they are going to kick off. <laughs> they do. They do kick off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so then, then he's just... It's a conspiracy thriller. Yeah. He's just running around Washington trying to avoid people who he thinks might be bears in human costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, like uh, he, you, you hear violence, mm. right? The camera's still rolling. Yeah, he's he's been dragged back into the bear, the hibernation den, the yeah. meeting place, right? That's got moonlight cascading through the through the ceiling yeah. to reveal this space, right? And then 
um, you see you, you see him being dragged off screen as the camera's still rolling. He's been dragged out of his costume. He's been dragged in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the camera in the nose of the bear is still rolling. Mm. And as he's dragged off screen, a projection starts on the far wall of the cave. Yeah. And it's like the bear's documentary about humans. <laughs> And it's like, and you slish, you get just a clip yeah. from their documentary projected on the far wall of this cave as the credits roll. Yeah, the the whole thing is just found footage, like you said, like Blair Witch. Yeah, and it's Werner Herzog <laughs> doing the thing. He's like, I did a documentary about the bears once before. Who could have known <laughs> how deep the bear hole goes? <laughs> I think I think there's no narration until that last line. Yeah. <laughs> as the credits start to roll. And you're like, this was a Werner Herzog It's an afterword by yeah. Werner Herzog. Yeah. Not forward. <laughs> an afterword by yeah. the man who directed The Grizzly Bear. I will now be taking questions from the audience. <laughs> there's just no, no one. He's not there. It just growls. <laughs> it's growls. Werner Herzog isn't there. He's just... Uh, expecting cuts the, back yeah. it's Werner Herzog no Werner Herzog in an auditorium filled with bears <laughs> yeah and he takes he off his costume along. and he's a bear it was always it was, he was always in on it Werner Herzog mm-hmm Grizz, he was the grizzly man he was the grizzly man all along <laughs> alright so from Francisco Pinto we've got the last cinnamon challenge <laughs> the last cinnamon challenge yeah so you know the cinnamon challenge? Yeah, yeah. This one's a kind of remember that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that people on TikTok are still doing things that are a bit like it. Yeah, yeah. Where essentially it's more extreme. Yeah, cinnamon challenge is where you try and get a teaspoon of cinnamon and you try to eat it. I'm sure on TikTok now they're doing like the silica gel challenge and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, you got the, a teaspoon of silica the, gel and you just the put depleted it in your mouth. uranium challenge. <laughs> The nuclear fusion challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, in, in this case, yeah, it's uh, you get a teaspoon of cinnamon and you try to eat it. Mm. And that sounds gross, mm. but not impossible. Yeah. Until you realise that, like, cinnamon is incredibly finely ground. Yeah. And generally, when people take something into their mouth, even just a little, as they close their mouth around something, mm. um, uh, they take in a little bit of air. Yeah. Which fills their throat and lungs with cinnamon, uh, and they just they explode. Yeah, not literally, but just about. It's gross and bad, and don't do it. Yeah, but the last cinnamon challenge. It feels like no one's ever actually successfully done the cinnamon challenge. I'm sure people did. There's got to be someone. Well, and I'm, I'm I'm positing that in this one, oh, yeah. they did. Of course, of course. No one managed it. Yeah. Well, this is this is back in the days of uh... when was this? Was this? Not that far. I don't think it was that long ago. Why? Why do I get the feeling that the Cinnamon Challenge and Coney Twenty Twelve are the same era? I don't think they're the same era. I think the Cinnamon Challenge is like at most eight years ago. That's around. Oh no! But like, there's the ice bucket challenge as well. Yeah. Was that before or after the cinnamon challenge? I don't know that. I don't know. The actually. ice bucket challenge, similar setup. Someone sets a camera up. I'd and even say a that of ice on you. ALSI ice bucket challenge is before the cinnamon challenge. Really? Yeah. 
But huh. uh, I want the listeners can, to, to correct me. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Um, let's, let's see. Coney 2012. Yep. Cinnamon Challenge. Ice Bucket Challenge. What is their chronology? <laughs> chronology. Yeah. Please tell us. But like the last Cinnamon Challenge. Yeah, I think this has to be sort of like once and for all. We're going to prove it's possible. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, we're, we're doing all the right things. We can get the right kind of cinnamon. That's you know that sort of thing. And I think this is a major celebrity who yeah. who does this. Who takes it so seriously? Yeah, it's a celebrity hard man. It's Jason Statham. N- oh no! 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 no. Who goes out of their way mm-hmm. to prove something is possible? And by possible, I mean in every sense of the word. Who do you think is going to go out of their way to make it happen? And I mean something ridiculous that a human can do. David Blaine. Close, actually. That's, that's <laughs> another... Yeah, yeah. David Blaine would probably be the right choice for this. However... Who, who, who are you thinking? Tom Cruise. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah, Tom Cruise has heard of the... So, like, Mission Impossible... The latest one. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, Dead Reckoning Reckoning. Part 1. It's doing shit. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Nobody's... I don't think that's true. I think people quite like it. But but nobody's paying attention. Yeah. Right? Because they're too busy. And this is is Tom Cruise. Where we we get... It's like the Scientology documentary sort of thing where you cut away to a sort of... Mm. um, You cut away to uh, some, some footage of him saying... All these kids, they're they're too busy on their TikToks to to see me jump over a cliff on a freaking bike. <laughs> yeah, because that's what he does in the latest one. Yeah, what will he do in the next one? <laughs> He'll jump from space. He'll crash a train. <laughs> And then he'll make the movie. <laughs> He's mad. <laughs> so I think he actually crashes the train in this one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, they're, they're too busy on our Tic Tacs. Like, give me that. And he just snatches a a a, a, a phone from a child. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, What's this? As Tom Cruise Challenge wants to impossible. Do. <laughs> That's my word. <laughs> Impossible's my thing. So he tries it right there and then. You, 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 go and give me some cinnamon and a teaspoon. You, go on. And they come back and they're like, "Are you? Sh- uh, I don't think this is. Don't tell me what I can't do." <laughs> so he just shoves it in his mouth, explode, big fireball of, yeah, of yeah. cinnamon comes out. He's got a prep. Yeah, he realizes he's got a prep. He can't. He can't just do it like he does all those stunts yeah. off the cuff. Yeah, no, no. He's gonna. He's he's realizing just how difficult the cinnamon challenge is. <laughs> this is gonna be Tom Cruise's best stunt. Cinnamon impossible. Cinnamon impossible. Yeah, that's the alternate title. <laughs> for the last cinnamon challenge. Cinnamon. Cinnamon Mission impossible. Im- challenge. <laughs> The the cinnamon possible challenge. Cinnamission impossible. <laughs> wow. Um, so yeah, Tom Cruise. I think I think it's just like I think we start the documentary of him sort of prepping for random stunts. Yeah. So like he's he's doing his thing. He's on the set of Mission Impossible. He is uh, right. I think this maybe the first five ten minutes of this. Yeah. It's got the filter over it. You know when you're showing, like, dead wife footage? Which is to say, like, um, 
uh, like in... Super 8 footage no, yeah, 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 yeah yeah exactly yeah. like like um, oh remember the nice times we had we're all laughing yeah yeah the stuff that you see at the end of the Barbie movie yeah um, the, the video that Tom, uh, the, the, Tom that John Wick is watching of his wife yes right dead wife footage yeah yeah like rolling about in bed and smiling yeah yeah that sort of stuff it's that but it's Tom Cruise prepping for this he's movie. gonna skateboard down the uh, Eiffel Tower yeah in the next Mission Impossible movie, and it's him and the director's. Ha- it's it's laughing. it's the it's the director's job to get to that point in the story. But Tom Cruise <laughs> was like, "I want to do this." I want to skateboard down the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, I want to learn how to skateboard. And that's one of the clips. Yeah, yeah, it's impossible, Tom. You can't do it. You can't do it. <laughs> he says. He says. <laughs> how how could? <laughs> With a with a little, he's got a little sock puppet, yeah, yeah. and he's got a director's hat on and a little chair which says director, and he's like, "It's impossible, Tom. You can't do it. You can't do it." So I saved you the, I yeah, saved yeah. you the bother. <laughs> and it's just how it's a part of part of the opening is just how the directors write these ridiculous stunts yeah. into a movie. Yeah. It's like Tom Tom just comes up with the stunts and we write the movie around him. So then so then we follow the the other two the the, the the kind of second and third act of this are Tom getting obsessed with TikTok and, and the Cinnamon Challenge. Yeah. He does every other challenge on on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Um, including like the Wes Anderson challenge. Oh yeah, like, you know, just just every trend he just gets involved in. Yeah, yeah. Um, he hires Wes Anderson to do his TikTok. Yeah, he does to direct his TikTok. And then the third act. Sorry, no, I just want to go back to the Wes Anderson directing the yeah. uh, the TikTok of Tom Cruise mm-hmm. because Wes Anderson, right? He does have that aesthetic. Yeah. But he also does some... Like, when he breaks that aesthetic, it's a really meaningful moment. Yeah. So imagine if Wes Anderson directed Tom Cruise's TikTok and it was just that moment that he's not really famous for. Yeah. <laughs> and, and people are like, fuck you, that's not the Wes Anderson <laughs> aesthetic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's like, I literally got Wes Anderson to direct this. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you people see? <laughs> I'm the best. Um, <laughs> and then I think the yeah so he's he's obsessed with this challenge he's obsessed with TikTok yeah. he's angry at the world and then he finally end of second act he does it mm. like provisionally yeah. lots of safety measures are put in place mm-hmm. um, it's a slightly smaller it's not a heaped teaspoon yeah uh, it's just it's slightly safer in mm. a safer environment but he does it mm. And he's excited, and he's excited for what this means, and he's like, turns to his director and goes, so, when do we start filming? <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean, Tom? We've been waiting to film you skateboarding down the Eiffel Tower for two months while you've been prepping, while you've been obsessed with the Cinnamon Challenge. And he says... No, no, no. We don't need to do the, the, the skateboarding down the Eiffel Tower anymore. Yeah. No, no. The end of this movie is going to be me doing the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> I just need you to write it into the, into the Mission Impossible script. What, what would the marketing be for <laughs> the next Mission Impossible movie if that was his big stunt? <laughs> like... You know how, like, on the poster for, like, Ghost Protocol, there's him climbing up the Burj Khalifa? Yeah. Is it just him with a spoon? It's close up of his mouth with a spoon of cinnamon near it. (laughs) 
you've got you've got the spoon on a on a wire yeah. and he's got these two little little hands coming out of the spoon with lasers yeah, underneath yeah. it yeah. <laughs> which makes it look like it's doing the Mission Impossible it's just thing underneath he's lying down yeah. and he's descending into his mouth <laughs> if we're going to stop this terrorist I need to become the heist <laughs> I will be the laptop. <laughs> My tongue will be the laptop. And the cinnamon will be me. They build a replica of the room from the first Mission Impossible yeah. movie and have his head just be <laughs> where the computer is. Yeah. Like just this giant Tom Cruise head and just then lowering down this spoon on a wire <laughs> and then slowly sliding it in. And he goes, that was delicious. I love cinnamon. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> the director it cuts back and the director's looking at it just like I really I think we've pushed it too far this time. <laughs> he's like I think this is gonna be the one <laughs> I think yeah. this is the one we can have two endings yeah. it's either I pushed it too far or this is definitely the one yeah because I think there's gonna be quite a lot of like Simon Pegg style or like sorry a Martin Freeman style turn to camera and be like <laughs> Well, Simon Pegg turns to camera. Yeah, Simon he's Pegg's in Mission it, Impossible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's like... He's constantly, like... He's baffled. If you, if you watch the behind-the-scenes of, of Mission Impossible movies, it is just that. Yeah. Simon Pegg is just looking at camera going... Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and like, And we cut, uh, we cut away to Simon Pegg's perspective quite a lot yeah. and go, like... You know... Uh, 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 and Simon Pegg's just showing, like... Well, I don't really understand... I don't really understand the direction, but you know you've got to trust. You've got to trust Tom. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe sometimes it is Martin Freeman, and we just don't know. <laughs> don't we can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there you go. That's the last cinnamon challenge. Yeah. And then they just like, and all the way through, it's been we've we've been really doubting the the how good this movie's going to be. Yeah, obviously, yeah. because it's a shit thing to do as a stunt for a Mission Impossible movie. And then you lean, you, you end the last shot is the director leaning in over Tom Cruise who's sat at the laptop, mm. going, "I think this is the one. Yeah, I think we've finally done it. We've made a better movie than Mission Impossible One. <laughs> finally." <laughs> it's only take like I'm always confused as to how many Mission Impossible movies there are yeah. it's the same with Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean yeah. it's, it's when they don't name like Fast and Furious right you know how many there are yeah. I think uh, <laughs> because they've got to Fast X now which Roman numerals is yeah. 10 yeah. Yeah. and then you forget that there's Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> and other ones it's a spin-off isn't it yeah. it's not but like Tokyo Drift, where's that one? Three. Yeah, we, we were talking about this the other day. I think like Fast Six and Furious Five are like opposite way round. Yeah, it's, it's weird that yeah. one. Yeah, because there's only five of them in the Fast Five movie, but it is yeah. the seventh one. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an odd it's an odd <laughs> thing to do. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Fast Five and Furious Seven. They skip one. Yes, That's and where it is. it's like if they made one samurai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you'd think Seven Samurai would be the seventh one, but yeah, no, it's no. the first one. Yeah, the one samurai. The, yeah. the, the seventh one's the first one, Matt. Yeah. They never did an eight samurai. 
They didn't. They didn't. Oh, weird. Yeah. They did the last Samurai, though. They did the last Samurai. <laughs> well, it's this, a franchise of two. Yeah. Tom Cruise again. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in and <laughs> doing stunts. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Getting shot at by cannons. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I want to get shot at by... <laughs> I just want to get shot at by 19th century cannons. <laughs> Can we make this happen? <laughs> Tell me we're going to make this happen. <laughs> This is the one! This is the one. <laughs> this is going to be the best Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> it's like, Tom, we really need to rework the title. Because <laughs> I, I don't think... This this isn't going to work. <laughs> Funnily enough, Francisco Pinto's impression of Tom Cruise, bang on. Ah. I'm just going to put, put that out there, Francisco. <laughs> Really good impression of Tom Cruise. Send in a recording. We'll put it on the show. I've got photos. You got you got photos of him. I, doing I was it. like, I have to document this. Uh, you have photographs. Yeah. Of him doing a Tom Cruise impression. Yes, because it's that physical an impression. Right. That it's it's. <laughs> I was blown away by it. Like his voice, it was good. It was good. It was a good Tom Cruise voice impression. However, the physicalness, mm. it was like Tom Cruise was in the room. <laughs> Fair enough. It was amazing. It was amazing to behold. I'll show you these photos and you'll know what I mean. <laughs> Those were all our titles. Were they? This week, yeah. yeah. flown by, eh? Yeah, shot by. Yeah. If you enjoyed those those stories... Uh, well, firstly, thank you for giving us those titles. Uh, it, it's, it's an absolute joy to do, to pitch them, and uh, uh, we got plenty more than we than we pitched. Honestly, wish we could pitch more each week. Yeah. Um, but uh, thank you for all those titles. Uh, your creativity is a massive part of the of, mm-hmm. of the podcast. Um, if you've enjoyed what we've done with them, then do consider telling your friends because. Uh, frankly, uh, we don't have any other way of anyone finding out about the podcast. Yeah, uh, it's kind of gauche if we talk about it, and we do because we're 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 sort of social pariahs. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> just just conversation assassins, conversation klutzes. Yeah. Um, but yes. Uh, so if you would tell your friends, we would really appreciate it. Um, if that's not an option for any reason. For instance, that uh, you are uh, a sleeper agent, uh, and therefore telling your friends might trigger, um, <laughs> might be a trigger word that would send you on a, a killing spree. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't know. We don't know other people's stories. So, uh, if that's not an option, you can always go to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. That is a place that you can give us a little bit of money instead uh, and not risk that trigger. Um, I mean, how would you know? How would you know? Roll the dice. Yeah. <laughs> Do both. Do both. Um, and uh, better out than in, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's better, it's better to know. <laughs> but uh, but uh, <laughs> not have your, have your friends uh, sort of like... You, you'd want... You want if you if your friend was a sleeper agent, you'd want them to to come out sooner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want to know, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rather than live with them for twenty years and then bam, <laughs> you mention the Lives of Beach podcast to them, and suddenly. So um, 
suddenly everyone's dead. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, but over there you can give us a little bit of money each month uh, and it keeps the podcast going. That's the number one benefit. But secondly, you can get bonus pitches. Thirdly, you can get behind the scenes stuff. Fourthly, you get a vote on the genre each week for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, it's a very small amount of money. And you get your name read out on the show. And that's that's whatever name you give us, which uh, will go some way to explaining how this is going to happen. Thank you to all these people. Spanky. Almost done. Uh, Nana Spy Kills Mr. Bond. Brilliant Space Mouse. Space is in inverted commas there. Stephen D. Thomas. Imagine having a nonsense word as your display name for six months and constantly forgetting to change it. Couldn't be me, sorry. Finally, some explanations are forthcoming in The Chosen One, the new episode of orcsardorks.podbean.com. Fingers to hand. You have failed to collect your prize and are, as such, hereby condemned. James Delaney. Thine crample and whence or in the on beyond in upon the gallery. An additional warble up in the wet landscape, ascribed future analysis of events yet to come beneath a plant pot. I asked how to assemble a five-piece wardrobe with custom-made door handles, and what I heard back was stage direction. Anguish. Rebecca Beachy. Brent Black. I remember when this list was normal. Gods, I was strong then. I could cave a man's chest in with one blow of my hammer. Neverwinter vodka, matte, perma-drizzled, in the best, largest, last, biggest, most external, watching the final, ultimate, next, matrix revolution, until the end of this Patreon name, which weirdly wasn't just then. Joseph Hegarty, hazardous pods, hazardous pods, get out of my office and I'll hear no more about hazardous pods, boy. The real serial <laughs> dragon and family. Midget, Magit, I have naughty thoughts about Inspector Gadget. My partner loves the size of my accretion disc. I, a mythological wish granting type lad, hereby bestow this Patreon list with three wishes. I shall grant the first three wishes read out from this list. I am, of course, going to be tricksy about it. Alex Keane. Tom, big Santa here. Tell me what your heart's desire is, or God help me, I will guess. <laughs> Hark, the Herald Angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. Hey, this good bullion was fake. Zoe! Invested in crumpets? Be like... Zoe! Unless you listen to the Life's a President podcast at tinyurl.com forward slash Life's a President or just search it on Spotify and look at my lovely cover art. Just let me die. Without opal fruits, life is meaningless. I say J, you say F, Tom says K. J. K! This time, Tom <laughs> says J. You say F. And I say K. J! K. <laughs> now you say JFK in a Welsh accent. Tom does. JFK. Thanks to all those people. 
Yeah, I really threw a spanner in the works there by reacting to that, didn't <laughs> yeah, I? Yeah, thanks to all of you who are playing along at home there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, thank you for listening to the podcast. So we end the show, as we always do, with the S Very Clever Award, which is the award we give out to uh, someone who's given us a title based around the existing title. Couldn't find one this week. No? No, no. No but, clever uh, titles. No, no. Well, well, there, there was a clever title, and uh, that was Ash Ralph, who's given us episode 400. <laughs> yeah. Re- that remember was, that? Yeah, remember that. If not, you won't, rem- you won't understand it at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. 